You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode. How's it going, man? It's going good for you. It's going good for me over here. I'm excited. Next week, I'm going to be going to Mexico for a few weeks. I really just like to take advantage of the fact that I can work from a computer, but I don't take advantage of it. I don't. I'm still always in the same city. And yeah, I've traveled over the years, but I stay in the same spot. But I I just thought, you know, I really got to take advantage of this. I got to be somewhere that is going to be just a little bit warmer, a little bit nicer, and still be able to do work from, still be able to record content and do coaching calls and all that good stuff. So I've decided that me and the gal are going to go there. And uh, it's pretty cool. Actually, I work with a travel agent. She's awesome. And she does exactly what travel agents do. You say, hey, here's my budget. Here's where I want to go. Here's the vibe I'm looking for. And they just find places that you would never find on Google. I always make sure that I am seeking out experts. I want people who are better than me at stuff that's going to take me a long time to do. Kind of like when I got my place decorated, which a lot of guys don't do. And I got some advice and someone told me, you know, listen, you want your place to be awesome. People study this. People actually take time and they study how to make a place look amazing and feel amazing. Are you really going to spend all that time trying to do that for your place? Why not just hire someone to do that? Hire an expert to do it and make it awesome. And that's what I did. And it was a great investment because this is my environment. This is the place where I spend all of my time. Why wouldn't I want to make it awesome? And it's funny too, because I put up an argument to it. I was like, no, I can do it myself. Like, it's fine. Like, how hard can it be? And I legit, first thing I did, bought a couch, spent about two hours in the couch store. And then a month later, finally got the couch and it was too big for the place and the color wasn't right for the place. So obviously I didn't know what I was doing. And so then I was like, you know what? Let's just hand it over to the experts and hired someone to help me out. So I'm always trying to hire people better than me, people who know what they're doing to help out in any area of my life. And it is shown to prove that to be amazing, right? So like I'm going to Mexico and this travel agent hooked it up and she found a place, an Airbnb, I would have never found. It just, it's like a secluded spot. Like, you know, you're always looking for Airbnbs in major cities. So this is in between major cities. So I never would have looked here And apparently, it's a great little tiny town with an Airbnb that's beautiful and at a price that makes sense. So point is, always try to find people who are better than you. I never thought, I actually didn't know I was going to be saying this today, but I guess it just kind of came out of me as I was talking about Mexico next week. But anyway, what's today about? What are we talking about today? Today, I'm answering a question And I usually do Q&As where I answer about two to three questions. I think I'm just going to keep it to this one question because I want to make a point on this topic that needs to be talked about and it might take a little longer than usual. But either way, I'm only making it one episode to make it the point, to make a point to say to guys, hey, this is really important. Not that any other question isn't important, but I wanted to create a whole episode around it. This idea of, what kind of value you bring as a guy 
and what it means when you're not a very attractive guy. And this is all inspired by a question from a guy named Michael who sent this in uh, about a month ago, or no, no, a little less than that, about two to three weeks ago. And, and Michael, I'm going to be answering your question right now. Here's the question. Michael says, Trip, I hope this email finds you well. I'd like to share my predicament to see if you can offer any suggestions or advice. I'm a 28-year-old guy who is struggling in the dating game. I hate to be negative, but I really do believe it comes down to my looks. I'm only 5'5", pale-skinned, and completely bald. There are some women who are interested in me, but they are usually overweight and share nothing in common. Thus, I can't ever feel attracted to them. As a guy who is very into health, fitness, and sports, this is kind of a deal-breaker. I believe I possess some awesome qualities, a great sense of humor, kind-hearted, and well-liked by my friends, family, and acquaintances. However, I just can't seem to attract the quality of girl I want. I'm starting to get the sense that one can only attract those who are as good-looking as you are, and that is a problem for me because I can't compromise. Don't take the impression that I have unrealistic expectations by only wanting supermodel-type women. After watching your YouTube videos, I agree that one can make powerful self-improvements to attract more quality women. However, my fear is that it may only take me so far if my looks aren't up to par. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Regards, Michael. Well, of course, I'm making a whole episode out of this, so I have a lot to say. My first thing is this. It sounds like you haven't tried enough. So this sounds like it's come down to a guy who hasn't done enough volume. Okay, that's my first thing. Now, of course, maybe you have and it still isn't working, but I'm, I'm getting this sense because most guys do have a volume problem. They think, oh, I can't get any girls, even guy, any guy, a lot of different types of guys, whether they're good looking or not good looking. You know, they're like, oh, I can't, I can't get girls. And I ask them like, how often are you approaching? How often are you swiping on the apps? And they're like, oh, I don't really approach women. Oh, you don't. Okay. Well, okay. No volume there. So, well, we can't, make a good conclusion that it comes from your looks. Okay. What about online dating? Well, I, yeah, I do a lot of online dating. Okay. So you're just, you know, basing it on online dating, which is one aspect. Well, how often are you doing online dating? Oh, I don't know. I'm probably on there for like 20 minutes a day. Yeah, 20 minutes a day. That's not a long time. So your dating life is 20 minutes a day, right? My point here is you need to be putting in more volume. Of course, it's not just volume, but that's a big part of it. It's volume and it's, it's conversion, right? Like in the business world, if you have an online business, for example, they talk about traffic and conversion. Traffic and, that, well, I say online business. It's, it's really anything. It's really any business. It can be, it's, it's a storefront. It's traffic, footsteps, right? That's AKA volume. How many people are coming in your store? Do you have a location where people are coming in? Are people coming into your store by advertising? How are people getting in, right? That's for business. Volume. Is uh, is same concept here for dating. It's are you going out? Are you meeting women? Are you do on, doing online dating? Then there's conversion. That means do you have a product that someone wants to sell, right? So are people coming in your store and just browsing, and you're never selling anything? Well, clearly then something doesn't add up. There's something that you're trying to sell. People are not buying it, so you have a conversion problem. That related to the dating sense would be okay. So you're doing volume. You're approaching a ton. You're on online dating, but something's going on. You're not getting the dates, right? You're not selling, so to speak. They're not interested in you. So that's where I think a lot of the advice is going to come to today. And what we're going to be talking about is like, how do you make that conversion? 
How do you get to that point if you are a guy who's not tall, handsome, jacked? You know, it's like, what do you do then? Because that can offer lower conversion. Well, first of all, let's remember this. Yes, I will admit, and I don't think this is a secret, that women, they do prefer a man who is tall, a man who has abs, who is strong, chiseled jaw, full head of hair. Would a woman pick that guy most of the time? Yes, they would. Yes, they would. Not going to lie. You are in a genetic advantage as a man if you are tall, muscular, tan, and not bald. I think we all know that. Well, then it comes down to this. Because a lot of guys might say, well, Trip, if that's the case, I might as well give up. And a lot of guys have. They've taken, you know, super down the red pill, incel, MGTOW, and they're like, yeah, women just want that or high status, rich guys. And listen, all true. I cannot argue that. You know, yeah, as a guy who's 5'5", pale skin, completely bald, you probably won't be able to date a supermodel. I don't, and I mean like a supermodel, not like your average model. I mean like a Victoria's Secret model. I won't be able to, by the way, I won't be able to attract a supermodel, like a Victoria's Secret supermodel. I don't have the status. Yeah, I'm not short. You know, I'm, I'm, I do have a full head of hair. I'm, I don't know. I think I'm okay looking. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm more average, to be honest with you. You know, so what, what's going on here? Well, yeah, if you want to attract the 10, 10, 10, like the supermodel 10, Victoria's Secret, like uh, celebrity, you're going to have to be on that level. She's not going to date someone who's going to be on that lower level. You know, that's for sure. But you have to understand that this goes both ways. Okay. Well, yeah. And you said it here, right? You said, quote, I don't, don't take the impression that I have unrealistic, run realistic expectations by only wanting a supermodel. I'm, I'm just got to gauge everything here. So you understand. Now, can you be a five, five pale skin, completely bald guy and attract a model? or a very attractive woman, maybe an eight or nine, as you might call them. Yes, you can. And the reason why you still can, and we'll get into why you haven't yet, but it's kind of the same answer. The reason why you still can is because remember that attraction is not just happening on a physical level. It's also happening on an emotional level. It's happening via your personality and your charisma. It is also happening based on your status. So you can be, for example, you can be a very charismatic, very wealthy, powerful man and be extremely ugly physically and still be able to attract a very attractive woman, right? So all these things do matter, okay? All these things do matter. When I talk about kind of status, I talk about pre-selection, social proof. So let's, let's break all this down. Like, okay. What is attraction? So let me back up a little bit, summarize what is attraction. Attraction is based on three things. Three things make a man attractive. Okay. It is what I call your outer qualities, your inner qualities. And then there's this third one, which we call status. But another way of looking at that is called social proof and pre selection. Social proof means that there's all these other people out there that like you. So they're kind of vouching for you, right? So celebrities have that. If you have like 100,000 Instagram followers, that kind of says that. If you're going to a club or 
party and you're with a bunch of women or women are acting happy around you, that says that too. It's pre-selection and social proof. That's a pretty powerful one. But they all matter here. So you want to be able to tap into all of these to be able to attract a higher quality woman. Michael, something is telling me that you're not doing that. Okay. So no, you can't change the fact that you're five five. You're pale skinned. Well, unless you have an actual skin disease, I'm sure that you can do spray tans. No, it sounds funny, but hey, why not? Or at least get some more sun. I don't really know what you mean by, by pale skin. Like a lot of us are pale skinned in the winter. And you're completely bald. Okay. So you shave off all of your hair so you're not just just you know with a couple of patches and people who are bald. Like I've I have a friend who's been balding since he was like 22. And he worked out and he got super jacked and he shaved his head. So now he looks like Mr. Clean, but he's a rock because he's like strong. And uh, that made him more attractive. So, so you look as best as you can. And then we work on everything else. So your outer qualities, let's keep going with that because I'm, I'm starting to talk about that outer qualities, right? We talked about what you need to do to be better looking. Maybe you are 5'5", five, five, pilled skin and bald, but you're wearing clothes that do not complement your look. Okay. I know a guy in college, by the way, speaking of 5'5", five, five, I had a friend who's 5'5", five, five, and he cleaned up in college. He was hooking up with girls all the time. And he, what, why? Well, why do you think this happened? Well, he's very charismatic. He's very good at talking to women, right? So. We'll come back to that in a second. That's inner qualities. But more outer qualities, you can be doing things that are going to make it so your outer qualities are more optimized. Do you live in a nice place? Are you making more money? Are you, are you actually working on trying to be as successful as possible? Yeah, let me tell you, it does help if you drive a nice car. I was talking to a coaching client the other day. He, he said to me, he goes, you know, Trip, I've Feel like I want to, you know, get a car, like maybe show off a car, and and does that help with dating? I said, of course it helps with dating. He goes, oh my god, really? Like he was almost shocked that I was saying that because I don't talk about that stuff a lot. But he said, wow, like really that helps? I said, yeah, definitely. Why would you think it doesn't help? Duh, it helps, right? Like if you're driving a beat up 1997 Honda Civic, by the way, I did once drive that. And he said, you know, I said if you're doing that, you have a Ferrari. Any woman's going to be like, yeah, yeah, I want the guy with the Ferrari. If it was like identical people, right? Then yeah, they'd pick that. Like that would be awesome because that's attractive. A man who is successful and rich is attractive. I'm not saying that you need that, but yes, it does help. Of course it does. So are you working on those things? Do you have the nicest car that you can afford? Are you working on investing in all these different areas of your life to build wealth and make more money? You should always be working on making more money. That is going to make you a valuable man. And of course, money is a good thing. You make money so you can survive. It is a means of resources. Remember also, while I talk about money here, it's not that money makes you happy, but it's the things you do with money that makes you happy. Again, it's not possessions. It's so funny. People say money doesn't buy happiness. Absolutely, it buys happiness. Are you kidding me? You're just, you're just thinking money is things like, oh, if I buy, you know, new jewelry and, 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 and things all the time. And I'm buying uh, just a bunch of stuff. Like, yeah, I get it, right? That whole thing. But 
what you do with your money is really important and it can buy happiness because you can use it to be working out at really nice gyms or get a trainer. You can afford a psychologist and you can afford maybe doing coaching with me, right? You can afford experts. Remember I was saying earlier, it was so nice how it all ties in. Affording experts to help you in all these different areas of your life that are not superficial, that are important. So money is good and you as a man should be working on making money so you can afford an awesome life and do the things that you want to do and continue to take your money and invest into yourself and your education and your health and all these good things, right? And relationships, all that. So are you working on that, Michael? Are you being the most successful you can be or at least on your way there? You said you're 28. Guys don't usually peak until they're in their you know, early to mid 30s. So you have a little bit of time. So that's outer qualities. Then we have inner qualities, the stuff that I preach the most on this podcast. But I'm going to start actually preaching equal amounts of outer qualities and inner qualities. I don't talk enough about outer qualities. But I want to let you know that they are important and they do help. I just think that your inner qualities is something that you can fix faster and it can take you even further because your personality, it's really hard to fake. So women do find you more attractive even if you drive a crappier car, don't have the nicest place, but you're super charismatic and know how to, let, how to make them feel this emotional response by talking to them and flirting with them. Right, My whole TED formula, what I'm always talking about, that I talk about in my hooked course and what I talk about here, right? TED, tension, entertainment, dominance. That's the thing that is going to help your inner qualities in terms of building attraction. So Michael, all in all, Understand this. You are probably not optimizing everything, right? So you said in this last sentence, however, my fear is that it may only take me so far if my looks aren't up to par. True. I don't think you or me or some other clients that I work with are going to be attracting Victoria's Secret supermodels. You're going to need a lot there. I mean, mostly you're going to need status, right? I mean, if you look at Sean Stevenson. Look him up. Right now, if you're on your phone, look up Sean Stevenson. Sean Stevenson. S-E-A-N Stevenson. S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S-O-N. This guy, he was married to a very attractive woman. I wouldn't call her a supermodel, but she was very attractive. And if I look at her and I look at him, I would say that she has far more physical attraction than him. And you know, I, I, he did pass away. So I feel bad talking about him in any way that is negative, but I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just being honest. Okay. But Sean Stevenson was a super charismatic and amazing public speaker and a smart man. So he had status. He was a motivational speaker who helped people. He had value. And he was able to attract way above his league, so to speak. You know, I hate saying that word, but I think you get it when I say it like that, right? So what did he have? He had charisma. He was successful. He was smart. He knew how to talk to people. He had status. Like I said that like three or four times. People liked him. So he had pre-selection and social proof. So what are you doing in your life? What are you doing in your life besides focusing on your looks that are going to be attracting more women? And then I want to circle back and talk about volume for a second. So none of this works without the volume. And Michael, I really think that you're not 
giving it the volume. So you can be working on all, all of these things, but you still need the volume, no matter what. You can be the most rich, attractive guy in the world. If you're not putting yourself out there, nothing's going to happen. So you need to put yourself out there. You need to be swiping on apps an hour a day. You need to be going out and approaching women, putting yourself in front of women. And that can be literally out and about at the mall, the grocery store, downtown areas on the weekends, whatever. But you need to be putting yourself in front of women and then give them the opportunity to experience you and your personality. It might take you a while to get to this point. You don't become charismatic and fearless and courageous and good at speaking and good at flirting overnight. No, it takes practice. And yes, it is true. A guy who is 5'5", pale skin, completely bald, you're going to need to overcompensate here. So you're going to need to be better at talking, conversing, flirting, and being charismatic. I'm not going to lie there. That is something that you're going to need to be good at because right away, it's not, right away you're working at that kind of technical disadvantage. But that doesn't mean that you need to have a fear that it's only going to take you so far because I'm here to tell you it won't. I work with guys and I coach guys all the time who vary in different looks and ethnicities, guys who believe that it's all about looks and then voila, we change how they talk to women. We change how they get the volume that they need. We change the inner qualities. We work on the outer qualities and magically, and I'd say that sarcastically because it's not magic, but magically, they are able to attract more women. So it is possible with those changes. And I, I, I ask, and hey, maybe you'll write back and I'd like to hear from you. If you are optimizing all those qualities, everything that we're talking about here, or are you just like a guy, and then I'll blame you for this because this is how most guys are because they don't know. They just think, oh, well, I'm, you know, doing my best here. Like I go to the gym, I have a good job. Sometimes that's not enough. Just because that you are healthy and maybe kind of fit, maybe that's not enough. That women are going to want to experience more of your personality. They're going to want to be talking to you more in such a way that they can actually have an emotional response to you. And they can feel that tension between you and her. So I like that you said that you hate to be negative, but I do understand that a lot of guys struggle with this. So coming from a guy over here who is drastically for many years underweight, and yeah, I, I'm I'm on the taller side, I guess, but not super tall. And uh, a guy who has a very oversized nose and yellowish teeth at times, right? And, and and bags under his eyes. This is me. I was able to go out and learn how to meet attractive women, and I wasn't doing that with my looks. I was doing it a little bit with my looks. I mean, I was optimizing my looks but I was definitely using more of my personality that I had to craft the way I talked to women, the way I became a challenge, my confidence, because that's the thing that matters the most. And then of course, we always work on everything. So we work on everything together. Don't just be stuck on Ted. Ted is great and I have that for you, but we want to work on everything 
all important. Your outer qualities, your inner qualities, and your status, pre-selection and social proof. So hopefully you are, and by the way, I like to add that in there, but I don't think you need to like work on it that hard. You don't need social proof and pre-selection. It's very powerful, however, and it does work very well, so you can have an advantage by using it, but it's not 100% necessary. You can totally get away with just working on outer and inner qualities and be fine. But if you do have women around you, if you do have a good Instagram following, if you do have some sort of status online, it helps and you can use it to your advantage. However. Even that is still sometimes not enough because you still have to be working on inner and outer qualities. So Michael, there you go. Hope that helps. And I wanted to answer this in one episode so every guy can hear this and work on this. Like I said, I'll be talking more about inner qualities. I have something called the four-step attraction amplifier that I'm going to be talking about more and more on this podcast so you can understand how to make your life more attractive, more irresistible. I actually have a whole program called the Irresistible Academy that focuses on inner qualities and outer qualities, but mostly outer qualities like your environment, meaning your bachelor pad, talks about finances and health and networking. And then of course, there's some stuff in there more about advanced conversation techniques and and charisma techniques. If you want to check it out, I don't talk about it a lot in this podcast. It's something that you get as a free trial with Hooked, but if you just want to get that and you get monthly content and it's all different topics helping you become more irresistible in your lifestyle, you can check it out. You would just go to irresistibleacademy.com. I know that's a uh, very heavy, uh, heavy spelling word there. So you can check out the show notes for that. Of course, you can always do coaching with me. Go to coachedbytrip.com and you can apply and we can work together. And that can be an area where you invest in yourself, ex, you know, in expertise, meaning always be investing in other people who know more than you to help you. So plenty of options here for you guys who want to learn how to be more irresistible and attractive to women, despite maybe not being the most typical attractive looking guy. Hope that helps. Honestly, I'm really glad that we got that question because I wanted to start to have more of this dialogue. So stay tuned as I continue to talk more about outer qualities and emphasize more areas about how to become more attractive to women. Hope this helps. If you need any questions answered, email me trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line podcast questions so I know it's something I can answer here on the podcast and I'd love to answer it. Thanks a bunch. Talk to you in the next episode.